Thanks for joining us on the DDS Faith Podcast. Our prayer is that as we discuss what God has to teach us through His Word, we can all learn how to deepen, defend, and share our faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, so by the time this airs, the Super Bowl will be complete. Um, be over. And now, today's the day after the conference championship, so we know that the Kansas City Chiefs will be playing the Philadelphia Eagles in Arizona in the Super Bowl about two weeks from now. But by the time this airs, it'll already be done. So my pick for the Super Bowl, I'm going to say 35-24 Eagles. Oh. 7-0 Patriots. So Wes knows nothing about <laughs> sports here. Um, Actually, so- I, don't think that I do know about sports. I know how the game is played. I know how to play the game. I do not like to watch the game on TV. Okay, think about it. When you were a child, oh my lord, and <laughs> you know you you like to play on the playground, right? Did you enjoy? Would you prefer to watch a movie about of, of kids playing on the playground, or would you like to play on the playground? I see your point. Yeah, and it's but solid. I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm toxic like that, and I just I hope they win. So my pick is thirty five. <clears throat> 24. 30, you think it'd be that close? Because they I think thump it, the 49ers. Yeah, but I think the Chiefs are good, and it's also the Super Bowl, so it's going to be a close game. I'm saying 35-24 Eagles. I don't know if it'll be my that. Dog's, my dog's going to win, 35-27. All right. What's your pick, Gamer? <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that high. That's from Waterboy. I think it'll be less. Yeah, I don't know if the score will be that high or not. <laughs> Throw something out. We'll see who's closer. See, I, you got two really good offenses going, yeah. and the Eagles' defenses are also really good. See, I would almost go 28 and 14. Eagles? Eagles. Okay. So we're both picking the Eagles. That's Yeah, your, your scores. I kind of want to go a little lower on my numbers. Higher, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to change mine to 27. You already locked it in. 21. You know, I remember one. I don't know, honestly. Well, it's not like we don't have time to, you know, once the Super Bowl's actually aired, you can go back and edit this and make it. <laughs> yeah, we have two weeks. So, yeah. yeah. I remember one Super Bowl, and I remember it because the Atlanta Falcons were playing the Denver Broncos. Broncos won, by the way. Um, Is he a Broncos fan or something? No. He's not a fan that of anybody. That was no. the year. Me and my buddy shot paintballs at our school. Why'd you do that? Because it was fun because we were idiots. Like a senior prank? <laughs> no, I was in like fifth grade. Because he's a... <laughs> and you shot... He's a delinquent. Yeah, I was a delinquent. Thanks for... This was before he was... Like, you on the podcast. This was Christian podcast. Yeah, before this was, Christian. <laughs> before he was living at the foot of the before, cross. <laughs> before penance. Yeah. BR. Her. <laughs> okay, so... um. How did you feel convicted? Like, did you discern that? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't okay, feel. Yeah, he yeah. didn't feel convicted yeah. because there were. He did not have the Holy Spirit at the time. You know, it was funny he, because the next true, day, huh? see, we, we, we start we come the in, with you know it's funny, you know it's not going to be funny. <laughs> we come in Monday, and my friend that my accomplice 
yeah. starts killing everybody. <laughs> he, he like before even class starts, he's gone around and told everybody. He's like, hey, you know those paintballs at the top of school? That was me and Wes. You see, you're like arcing them class onto the roof. Didn't even start, and we got called to the principal's office. You were arcing but, them onto the roof? No, he shot them. At the top of the. You school. understand the concept oh. of paintball? Yeah, I okay. thought you were saying they were. Why on would the I roof. put them on top? That's all I was asking. I I didn't, that didn't make any sense freak. to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, anyway, so we're starting a new series today, and we're going to do it on discernment, um, which is a fairly broad topic. I feel like there's a lot of directions that could go, so this is going to take multiple episodes. Um, but today, the the biggest point is going to be just establishing what <clears throat> spiritual discernment is. Um, the importance of it, the commandment we have of it, and how to do it. Um, and then again, that's fairly broad, so we're going to break it up into different episodes. But today we're just going to kind of do a little bit of an introduction. If you Google discernment, the definition that it gives you is, this: the secular definition, is the ability to judge well. Um, and then right below that, it'll say, in Christian contexts, perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So again, like I already said, I'm, I want to emphasize this quite a bit this episode, but discernment can go a lot of ways. Um, and, and that's your secular definition and also a, a pretty good biblical definition. However, um, it's important to understand that discernment is not only something that we are supposed to do, but it's a spiritual gift. Um, and it's, in super, it's super important to be able to discern different things. Um, like discerning God's will, seeking God's will, um, discerning truth versus error. Um, well, there's such di- as there's discernment as a discipline, and then mm-hmm. there's discernment as a spiritual gift. Right. So Which, I would say right now we're probably just talking about discernment, just period. As a discipline. So like the thing that comes to mind for me is judgment, mm-hmm. and I know like a lot of people like to take that verse out of Matthew 7 out of context and they go judge and you will be judged the same way that you judge and it's like so don't judge mm-hmm. like that's <laughs> not what that means and actually if you go look over at John 7 Jesus actually tells you to judge with righteous judgment well and uh, <clears throat> should have already been there I guess actually I think it's okay. right here. I think there's a difference between judging say a fellow believer and saying Hey, this is something that's wrong in your life, and you know you need to fix it. I'm coming to you as a brother in Christ. There's that sort of discernment, mm-hmm. but then there's also listening to the Spirit. You know, right. Lord, and Lord, what are you telling me? That's really what I want to emphasize okay. in, in this series. Yeah, um, because like you said, discernment is a spiritual gift, and you can find that in First Corinthians twelve, twelve or fourteen. I don't know. He um, says, with anyways, such that's conviction. not. That's not the focus of this episode. We're talking discernment that we are commanded to do. Right. Um, so I want to read 1 Thessalonians 5, um, starting in verse 12. I'll kind of intro it, and then I'll get to one specific verse that I think is um, the, what we're really focusing on here. So essentially, Paul is giving some pretty basic instructions. So he starts in verse 12. But we request of, request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction, that you esteem the very them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. We urge you, brethren, um, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone, <clears throat> see that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek after which is good for one another and for all people. So he's pretty much, he's given pretty basic instruction here. There's not a whole lot to that. And then he gets to this part. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, 
ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Here's the, the key part. But examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. So right there he says, examine everything carefully. Um, and it follows with hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. So you're holding on to these good things and trying to stay away from the evil, but how do you differentiate those? That's that's what we're really trying to focus on because examine everything carefully is something we have to do. Because if you're not examining different things, you're not going to know what's good and what's bad, or you're not going to know the difference right. between what's good and what's best. And we should constantly be examining these things. Mm-hmm. So like, as believers, you know, we're called to examine ourselves. And you know what? There may be something that I've said for years that I get to retract because that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. I know a good example of this. Uh, for years, I, I taught. I probably taught at least three, ser- two sermons on this. And uh, I believe it's Mark 10, and it's the rich young ruler. And uh, anyway, Jesus says, you know, it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than it is for the uh, for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And I read this out of a out of a supposedly reliable source that was given to me by a fellow pastor. And I read in there that there was this place in Jerusalem called the it was a gate, a very narrow gate, and it was called the Eye of a Needle. And you and you had to uh, to get your camel through. You had to take all the stuff off, all the luggage. You had to get off and then push the camel through. There's no such place. <laughs> and 